You are now tuned in to The Gifted Gab. Bro, my ass is stuck in this chair, dog. <laughs> fuck, man. No, no, it's cool. You know, I like being suctioned. I like being cupped. No, no one else touches me, but this chair does. It's nice. Man, you out here on your sugar daddy tour? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, okay, I'm excited, wait. man. Last time I was here was three years ago. Three years ago. You're yeah, like a, I was now. a you, bro. I was you opening up for Kayvon, you know, doing little, little opening spots. Now I'm fucking headlining my own tour, man. It's crazy, the, gr- crazy. The, the, the progress and the time, you know. That it took to get to here, but it's all worth it, man. It's it's we see the hustle, bro. You know, yeah. and that's why Grind it's so don't inspiring. Stop. It doesn't yeah. stop. It's no. very very inspiring. I appreciate that. You got your own tour. You gotta do what you love, man. Absolutely, that's what matters, right? Yeah. You're not doing what you love, and you don't go after it. Then what the fuck is the point? It's it's you know? actually so simple. So simple. You know, we just complicate it. Very yeah, and people because people are worried. People are, are worried to take that risk to to step up and do what they want. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and we know that we talk about it all the time, but. Um, I don't know. You already know. Like for me, I was like, yo, I I, I can't just stop here. I got to keep going, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people they stay local, local minded. For me, I'm like, how do I get bigger and better every day, every every week, every month, every year? So, and that was before the pandemic. That was before was the like pandemic. Way before the pandemic. I was. I've happened. been like this, dog, like this, from yeah. the beginning. From the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's it. It's sick to see that you're now doing like an hour. Yeah. Long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a long time to go. Right. You know, and, but you're doing it. You're getting reps. You're yeah, man, out. feels great. How does it feel to be headlining your own tour now? So it's an unreal, man. Such a surreal experience, especially because this past year, um, just like alone, so much shit has happened for me in my career. Mm-hmm. That's like sprung me forward a lot. You know, from like opening for like going meeting Gary V and like getting on stage and like impersonating him, and then like. Meeting all these people and then eventually opening up for Russell Peters and all that shit, which was crazy. You He's talked w- about Russell Peters the first time you came on this podcast. That, that oh, was I've been talking about Russell Peters from yeah. before I started comedy. Absolutely. Like my since high school, it's crazy. Like uh, he's my idol, and, and the fact that I got to open for him and shit was, came full cir- circle for me. I was like, my dream came true. It's the highlight of my career. So don't don't let anybody ever fucking tell you you can't do something. Absolutely. You know, because like there's gonna be doubters, there's gonna be haters. But as long as you have your eyes set on the prize and the goal, nothing done. can stop you, bro. Mama I'm like, mentality. there's no, there, yeah, mama mentality, bro. There's nothing getting in my way, bro. Mm. I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. I don't care. From the beginning, just in general, my whole life, I'm like, so what, bro? I look like this. I dress like this. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. I like what I like. I like what Drake likes. <laughs> 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 they didn't believe in us. Nah. <laughs> nah, like, it breaks my heart. <laughs> It really breaks my heart that real humans, they don't believe in us. God did. <laughs> Drake did. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. The fact that I'm touring now on my own is is nuts because it's I'm like, I've been, but like, I'm not surprised because that's the, the trajectory that I've put out for myself, you know, from the beginning. I'm like, eventually it's going to get to this point. This is the plan. This is the plan, right? Yeah. It's just a matter of time. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Seth Rogen, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, every year I fucking tweet that shit all the time. I've been saying this stuff from the beginning, too. But, like, and I know that'll happen as well. Absolutely. It's about, it's about damn time, you know? Uh, well, yeah, that's, but yeah, it's technically not working with him, but 
<laughs> it mean, counts. It counts, I guess. But no, I really want to like be on set with that guy. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean, you know, like stuff like that. So it's just a matter of time. Same thing I, I put out to the world before. I was like, I have to meet Gary Vee. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to meet him. It's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to open for Russell Peters, but I'm going to open for him. Manifestation is very real. It's real. It's but, very, very real. But work too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, work too. You can't just manifest and then sit on your ass and jerk your cock, okay? You got to <laughs> fucking do shit about it, mm-hmm. all right? You can't just have your hands on your balls. And stand there with dick in your hands. And thinking, oh, I'm going to fucking own my own business one day. No. All right, you're gonna own your dick in your hand. <laughs> that's about that's all gonna happen it's if you don't move and do shit. So yeah, man, day to that's day, great. man, day to yeah, day. It's, it's it's been inspiring to see the the progression and the growth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just seeing it in it's it's not about seeing it on social media. It's about seeing it behind the scenes. Yeah, when people mm-hmm. see the work of something behind the scenes, they're like, damn, like you know, this guy. Puts in the work. This guy's inspiring people. Yeah. This guy's doing. It. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Just to see somebody do it is all anybody else needs to see. Yeah. For them to do it as well. Hundred percent. And that's the whole point of like having social media. It's just powerful because of that reason. Mm-hmm. It's not just to make people laugh, but it's to inspire mm-hmm. the youth or anyone who's struggling to do what they want to do. Absolutely. My whole message is just like to first of all make people laugh and bring joy to the world. But secondly, is to inspire others to be great at their own craft. Same way Kobe. Did it for me, right? Because I always looked up to Kobe as my idol, because you know he's the fucking goat, man. And he, whatever he like, he was so great at his own craft. It inspired me to be great at my craft. To this day, to this day, to this day. You know, I think about it all the time, man. The fact, the fact that he died almost three years ago now, which is nuts. It's crazy, and he still has a big impact in my life because I always, I always go back to it every time I feel down. Or I feel like something's not working out, or like I need to push myself. I'm like, yo, what would Kobe do? Like, mama mentality, you know? It sounds kind of corny or che- cheesy or whatever the fuck, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. It helps me, and um, that's that's like I can't strive anything less than greatness. That's it. That's it. Simple as that, mm-hmm. man. And you know what was most impressive about Kobe was his transition after basketball. Yeah, he was, it gonna, was flawless. Man. It was so seamless. It was like, yeah. Every thought, well, no, like he played for so long. No, you know he's gonna have a hard time transitioning. No, it was easy, bro. He was already smart. He knows what he's doing. He was ten steps ahead of everybody. Exactly. And the fact that he died, bro, killed me because he was gonna have a amazing post NBA career. Absolutely. He already had Oscar. Yeah, he was already gonna like inspire even more people, which is fucked. And his daughter was killing and shit too. Yeah, yeah, her too. Like. It's crazy, man. But he's been like obviously Kobe's been a big inspiration for all of us. Our generation is mm. is Kobe that Kobe generation. You know, mm. there's like a bunch of guys and people that come from our age group mm-hmm. that do really well. You know, they because of this inspiration here. You know, so mental toughness, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he built a lot of mental toughness in me. Mm-hmm. Just like hearing stories, reading his books. Like oh, I'm like, bro, this guy's up at four a.m. Just to do an extra practice on top of the extra practice, just to prove to other motherfuckers that he's better than them. That's savage. savage. That shit. I was like, man, what am I doing? Job's not finished. Like, job's, job's not finished, bro. Job's not what finished. I got? What I gotta be happy about? Mm-hmm. Job's not finished. Job's job finished. Job finished. Job's not. Job's not finished. Job's job's not finished. <laughs> why, why should I be happy? Job's not finished. Job's not finished. Job finished. I'll be happy. There's this, there's this thread I always see on Twitter. Uh, some guy he posts like little he dissects like uh, different games, like playoff games, 
like uh, Kobe. Like he does a lot of players, but he does a lot of Kobe stuff. It's not ball don't stop. It's another guy. He actually did, like breaks down all the plays. Like this is what happened at this this point in time. They're up this much. Kobe hits this basket, then this basket, then this basket to put them ahead. You know, so it's just that underdog. He like he was an underdog, but like a superstar at the same time. At the same time, it's yeah. so weird, but it's so <laughs> cool. It's so complex. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, like the things that like the, the details he paid attention to. Details, yeah. That shit really gets me going. It fucking inspires the shit out of me. Oh, so I'm like you, you, you can see the care and the passion and the drive. The detail, everything. Man. Fuck, man. Shout out Kobe, man. Shout out to you, bro. Like you're a goat too, man. Like to see everything that you've been able to do, everything you've Thanks. been able to knock off your list. You know, I think yeah. it's inspiring everybody. You know, I'm inspired by it. That means sure. a lot. You know what I'm saying? I do my best. And I think I speak for a lot of people when we say we're inspired by mm. it too. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Um, now you're doing your own tour. You know, so. How does it feel? You're doing an hour set. Mm. The prep is is different now. You know, it's not yeah. a 15 minute set. No. It's not no fucking opening act. No. You gotta stand there and keep these guys engaged. Yeah. For an hour. That's a lot, man. That's fucking a lot. <laughs> does it feel long? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but also on top of that, the two openers too. Mm-hmm. They're are they're doing time too, 15 and 20 minutes. So I'm like, that's already fucking 40 minutes in. Yeah. And then another hour. It's like it's hard. That's why, in a way, it's actually harder. It is hard for the first person going up as a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. You're a bullet. That's what they call a bullet. You're the first person on stage. It's usually the hardest set because you're you're going on a cold into a cold room, mm-hmm. and then you have to, it's your job to warm them up. Now mm-hmm. that's hard. You have to set the tone. Set the tone, right? That's hard, but it's, you can make the argument that it's like by the time like the headliner comes, headliner comes on, it's like it's easy now because it's all warmed up. They're ready to go. They're ready to laugh. The hard part is, the easy part is, like, killing, you know, doing well, like, in the first, like, little bit of your headline set. The hardest part is closing off strong because now it's, like, it's, like, past an hour show. Mm-hmm. And people are, like, how much more, how more can you fucking laugh after an hour? Mm-hmm. It's, like, your cheeks are done, right? So that's the challenge as a headliner is to, like, really go above and beyond and be that much funnier. You have to be funnier than an opening act. Mm-hmm. Like, then your your own opening. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to really, like, take them on a journey and a, a story the whole time. So, um, but that's the, that's the beauty of, of of doing stand-up is, like, there's always something new happening. There's always something new to learn. It's my first time doing headlines. It's crazy. And, like, like, I've been doing headline sets now for, like, six months at my own shows back in Toronto. Every week I was doing two shows a night in front of 28, 30 people, small rooms, but just as practice for this tour. And I was doing like 45 minutes roughly. Um, but because it's a smaller room, it's less time. Now that I have bigger rooms, bigger, a lot of more people on the tour, I count for the more people because more people means bigger laughs, which means I have to take my time more, which means it'll get to an hour mm-hmm. rather than 40, 45, right? So, yeah, so it's all about pacing and paying attention to the, the audience and like the, the, your environment, everything. There's, there's so much that goes into it. But, yeah. It's very methodical. What would you say is the three things you would tell uh, someone that's trying to get into creating content? To creating content? Yeah. Um, just po- you just got to post what you know, first of all, mm-hmm. and be authentic to yourself. That's the number one message I, I spread on my own pages all the time. Just be, be yourself. Be authentic. And that's why I think it works for me really well because I'm just being myself. I'm the same way off camera as I am on camera. Mm-hmm. Seamless. Seamless. It's like I don't have to. And the best part is I don't have to think about it. 
Yeah. I don't have to like try. I just have to just do it. Um, and second thing is, uh, don't worry about the the quality. Worry about the quantity, because before when before social media happened, you put out a project. It's like you better fucking do well on that one project. So it was always quality over quantity. Now that there's so much content out there, and you have to battle against fucking thousands and millions of pieces of content every day, quantity over quality. Yeah. Because you never know who's going to watch your stuff when they're going to watch it um, or how they're going to see it. But the more you put out, the bigger your chances are of other people seeing your stuff mm. and it's spreading around. And then that's it, man. Pretty much. And don't judge yourself along the process because what you think people care about, they don't care about. They don't give a fuck. People have so many things to worry about for the, for themselves in their own lives. Absolutely. They can't care about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So just post your shit and move on, move forward. And if something tanks, which my my videos bomb all the time still. I'm like, ah, fuck, whatever. What's the next video? Simple as that. Like, I worked so hard on this video. Mm -hmm. It gets 20 comments and 100 likes. I'm like, yeah, this is great. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. I'll go fuck myself. (laughs) But at the same time, all right, I guess I got to post another video. (laughs) It's just another rep. It's another rep, man. Same thing as stand-up. Same exact thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And you've tried, you know, obviously when you're working on this material, it, it takes time to make a good bit. Time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to practice it over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> My man, like, you got to fucking post shit, okay? <laughs> I feel like every time I come on the podcast, I have to do Gary react. <laughs> Bird of culture. Shout out to Gary Bro, like, it's about fucking arbitrage, Okay. <laughs> Micro speed, macro patience, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Micro speed, macro pussy, okay? Yo, that's fucking rich. Yep. Gary V here, Mm -hmm. man. Yep. Yeah? So, you know, what else would you tell someone trying to get into comedy? Uh, Just enjoy it. You gotta have fun with it. If you're not having fun, there's no point. You have a life. It's such a fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's the most fun job in the world. So just fucking have fun with it. Don't worry about it too much. Like uh, Andrew and Mark were saying in the previous episode. Um, or whatever. I don't know if this is going to be after. But <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but, you know, when, when you guys are recording with them, I, uh, Andrew was saying that um, it's going to be hard the first few years, which is true. But, like, everything's hard. Whatever's worth doing is going to be hard. But the po- important thing is to have fun with it. And... You're going to learn so much about yourself, about the craft, just by getting on stage as much as possible. Much as possible. That's what you got to do. You got to get out there as much as possible because it's different when there's a crowd involved. And, mm. you know, I'm going to ask you. Same with I, women, too. That, <laughs> that too. That, too. It's the more different. you try, the better your chances of getting better. You have to be, man. The more you learn. The more you learn. You got to shoot your shot. 2022. Hey, man. Shoot your shot. Yeah, 2022. Shoot your shot. Work for me. Hey. There you go. You know, I'm happy, happy married. You know, I'm good. You know? <laughs> happy married. <laughs> Out the way, you know. Where's the ring, fam? Oh, shit, daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But you know what? I can't believe. It takes time, man. Wow. Okay, wacht me, Of course, of course. You know, but after a while, you just want to get out the way, just do the work, just, you know. Yeah. And, and watch the fucking fruits of your labor. I know. It's that simple. Exactly. You know. And yeah. it's time. Oh, man. Yeah. I think a lot of thi- a lot of the, the things that I realize is that 
when people start stuff, they don't give their t- themselves enough time to marinate in it, to learn in it, mm-hmm. you know, to make a couple of mistakes. Observe, yeah. Observe, you know. Everybody always wants it to come right away. Yeah, it's never going to happen. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that, man. It takes oh. fucking years to become an overnight success. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. People yeah. don't realize that. 100%. And, you know, there's times I see people start shit, and I like seeing people do shit. It's funny because somebody that came to the show, they asked me, is like, yo, does, is this what Nima does full time? Who that? Somebody that I know that came. Yo, who the show. fuck said that <laughs> shit? <laughs> <laughs> and Yo, if like, you said that, fam, like, come on, me, bro. You know, he asked me, and I said, "Yeah, he's a full-time stand-up comedian." You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Wow, that's fucking inspiring." Wow, he does what he—that's his yeah. day job. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's that simple. That's simple your day that. job. Yeah, I go to work at eight p.m. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, that's you motherfuckers got to wake up at six, seven, eight in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, you hate your job. I, I wake up at the same time and I go to the gym and I fucking write shit. Mm-hmm. And then I go to work at 7 p.m. So, I, um, like, what's your writing process like? Do you, like, is it like you sit for hours, the muse comes to you, you start going? Is like, oh, I got an idea, boom, mm-hmm. let me write this down. Yeah. What's your creative process like, like in that regard? I'm going to be honest, I don't write that much. Oh, you don't? You just do I, shit? I just, like... I write by filming stuff or thinking about it a lot in my brain, but that is my weakness is that I don't write enough, mm-hmm. which is which is weird because like look, you see all the success, and you're like, wow, there's still so much improvement I can have. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I wrote every day for an hour. But that's see, here's the thing: how much better you could be. Your awareness of that, yeah, is key. Sure. You're just like, oh, I know my mm-hmm. biggest weakness, yeah. you know, and it's like there's a certain amount of you said authenticity before. It's also honesty mm-hmm. you have with yourself. They're yeah, like, okay, you know, my shit could be better, but as long as I'm aware of it. A lot of yeah. people, you know, might be putting out content. They don't know their weakness. They oh, don't no. know what, what. They're all delusional. You know, yeah. even in business, there's sometimes like people don't know what their flaws are in their no. ventures or whatever. And it's like, it's one thing to, you know, be ignorant. Mm. You know, it, it can sidetrack your whole shit. You don't know, you know, and that's why you got to make those mistakes. You got to try to test, test shit out. Quality, what you say, quantity over quantity. Quality. Quality. Quantity. Quantity over quality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, big yeah. projects and shit, you know, yeah, they take time, you know, but they take longer, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just to hear, even from your journey from Humber, mm. you know, you in that program. And shout out to Andre. Andre's doing a... Yeah, shout out Andre, Humber, yeah. Right? You know, um, and I, I think that's also from your influence a little bit too. You know what I'm saying? Because... When we started to give the gab, you know, you had talked about, you know, I went and mm-hmm. got educated in this thing that I enjoyed mm-hmm. and I liked. Yeah. As opposed to kinesiology. Yeah. But people don't know this about me. That was the first thing I went into. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, this shit is boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is so There's fucking boring. There's nothing you can do with it either. It's, it's like impossible. That's it's like, just a hard feel to like make anything of it. Someone at the show was like, like oh, yeah, yeah, Nima, uh, Study kinesiology, and then uh, Packer was doing a bit on it. Like he was testing out the room. He's like, "Oh yeah, so you know everything about him, eh?" Oh really? <laughs> yeah, really? Like yeah. Some guy said that. Yeah, one oh, of the shows. Shit. Yeah, it was actually That's funny. funny. But then it man's really know my life, eh? <laughs> More than me. It's not even on his Wikipedia. Page. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> but it's funny. It's interesting because I'm like, man, that's that's something very relatable. It's like you go into a program. You think, okay, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. 
and you're like, fuck, I, I don't like this. But you're very honest with yourself in the moment, and you say, I don't fuck with this. I'm going to switch into some next shit yeah. or go do some next shit. Of course. You know? Yeah, you have to. You have to do that. And yeah, that's that awareness. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't have self-awareness, which sucks because, um, like, if they were, they would make so many more strides in their lives and their careers. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes people just block that shit out because they're too scared to be aware. Mm-hmm. So you'd say you're quite introspective too, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's about having the right people around you too mm-hmm. to like call you out on shit and like bringing that stuff to light. Absolutely, that's the major key. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things we've been talking about the last couple of days is like, you know, the shit going on in Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucked up, you know. It is, yeah. Uh, State-sponsored police violence. Like, there's no room for that shit. No. You know? Um, and... I sometimes I'm watching this shit and I'm feeling like, yo, this shit's not being talked about enough. Mm. You know? And, you know, social media helps when we say shit about it, yeah. And spreading the word and stuff. As an Iranian, I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, before saying stuff about it, there's a risk associated with it too. You know, people fear for their lives Mm -hmm. when speaking out on this shit. You know, it's some real shit. You know, it's not always, you know, because... We've seen, I pay attention to the news. I've seen that shit happens when people do shit. Like, it's a serious threat to people's lives sometimes to speak out, mm-hmm. you know? But still, we try to shed awareness of it. We still try right. to, you know, bring light to it because it is fucked up. Like, yeah. there's, women are the key. And this is the thing about history. It will show you that oftentimes we lean on women to pull us out of these some of these dark times, you know? And... We're seeing right now that what's going on over there. They're killing, they're shooting, they're doing all this shit. You know, women are at the forefront of this, you know? And that's why more people need to be talking about it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why we also have a responsibility ourselves mm-hmm. as, you know, creators, as content creators to speak on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, the thing is, obviously, uh, fucking, it's so shitty. And I hate the fact that all this stuff is happening back there, yeah. especially because it's like my, you know, my family's from there. Even though I don't have any family there right now, or like I don't know anyone that's that lives there, um, it's pretty fucked how like the most corrupt shit is happening in the country where like I'm my, my family's from, like it's my background, mm-hmm. and like it's one place I really want to visit and I can't because yeah. it's so corrupt. It's it's insane, yeah. especially like all the shit that's happening, you know. That that with the mass Amini stuff, obviously, like it's, they they killed her because of the you know not wearing her job and stuff like that. I'm like, man, like why do these people fucking care? Yeah, just fucking let people do what they want. I, I it's like I don't know, it sounds too like obvious, but it's like it it also feeds it's into so, so dumb. Yeah, and it's like the hijab in that context is a symbol of oppression when it really yeah, isn't. Yeah. When you when you go back and and you. Cite the fucking Quran. Nothing in there says you have to force somebody to fucking wear a hijab. I know. You know, it's recommended, but no, it's it's fucked. I'm it's like, fucked up. It's like well, not, not killing per- women over yeah, this. Yeah, Persians aren't like uh, Muslim. Yeah, we're not like traditionally it's like Muslim, um, yeah. religious. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's yeah. It's, it's like it's I don't. I like I, the thing is, I wish I could do something about it. And and that's the thing. Like we're talking about like before off camera. Like you know, because I have a following. And I'm my background is Persian. People think like they that like 
I have to be like the spokesperson about this stuff, mm-hmm. which I understand. You know, people are like outraged and furious and angry uh, about what's going on and stuff like that. And I am too. It's like it fucking pisses me off that I can't do anything about it. Really, like, mm-hmm. it's like I can't just go to Iran and like fucking start killing people. It's like yeah, I'm sure. not gonna do that. Yeah. Right. My job. Yeah. Yeah. Like my job is to. I'm a comedian, right? Like, especially like my page. Like I just all I do is post comedy or inspirational stuff that matters to me, like personally. Um. And it's like at some point you got to pick your battles too. It's like you can't just like talk about everything that bad happens because every day something bad's happening. And that's the case. Then I'm now I'm like CNN. It's, it's like a news channel. My news channel. Like, like, so that's why I'm like, you know, it, it's been kind of tough for the past couple of days, you know, with the, with the whole Iran situation because all these followers that I have are just like lashing out at me, attacking me, calling my mom fucking dirty names. Like just like, you know, like what the fuck? saying like my mom's a whore and shit like that. Like. I'm like, bro, like, first of yeah. all, like, you, you got to leave the mom out of this, man. Like, that's like, that's too far. It just lacks empathy. You know, so much lack of empathy and yeah. unaware. They're so delusional and unaware of what's going on. And it's 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 not it's a small percentage of people, but they're allowed small small percentage of people mm-hmm. who like are just they think just because I have my following that I have to speak on it, which I which I get. But at the same time, it's like it's not that easy. It's like I also have to look up for myself because because I have a following. It's like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I also don't want to put my life at risk or my family at risk. It's like if I say the wrong thing. Either. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I, that's why I feel it's like. Scary. It's, it's scary. Really it's scary. No, but I also feel like a lot of people don't have that context on me and my life and who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And so they just automatically think because I've been silent for the past like two, three days, which is nothing, that I'm with the regime. I'm like, <laughs> bro, what part of me <laughs> has ever given the perception that I'm with the government of. But this is the thing, you know man. I mean, like. Are you tired of the running around for a specific hair product, for a specific type of hair? Are you tired of overpaying for services like weave and extensions? Well, are you in the Northwestern Canada's best kept secret? Afro Era in North Edmonton is now open and operating right at Londonderry Mall. Come shop all things black, including hair care, beauty products and accessories, and hair itself. Now accepting online orders as well as walk-ins for braids, weave, and more. There's no more running around to find the right products and services. Your hair is a statement, so treat it like one. Visit us in-store or shop with us online at afroera.ca. We're back. We're back on. All right, we're back. back we took on. a five-minute five break. I had to take a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe a quick little jerk, too, you know? I, I, don't, know. I don't know if you're going to put that in. But no, yeah. No, man. But anyway, we were talking about just like, you know, all I want to say is like, you know, obviously, I'm with my brothers and sisters, you know, of Iran and our people. You know, even though it's, it's I, I we're very, I'm very particular. We're, my whole team, we, we think deeply about our own brand and our presence and we understand the impact that we have. Um, we, we always want to be careful of like how we portray things and post things. And, but it doesn't mean we don't care if we don't, if we stay silent. Yeah. It doesn't mean that at all. It's just that at some point you got to pick your battles in life. Everything is calculated. Everything, Everything is, calculated. is strategic, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of thought has to go into, yeah. you know, when you're speaking on things. Mm. Especially in this case, you know, That's for what I'm us, for Iranians, mm-hmm. actually Iranians, 
you know, a lot of people don't have any ties back home, so they don't fucking give a fuck. That's what, what I'm saying, say. exactly. You know, and I people know. don't realize that. What was I saying? Divaram mushtare, musham gushtare. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like someone. Careful what you say. There's like yeah. Okay. Yeah, people are listening. Yeah. listening. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's what I'm saying. So, um, I guess like I just I just more so want to explain the context of how I feel about the situation because I've been getting berated mm-hmm. because I stayed silent on my shit for like a few days. You know. I'm like, you know, this also in the middle of a tour. Yeah, there's like, so much shit happening. A lot of shit happening. And also, I'm like, yo, like, what, what if, like, I had a fucking death in my family, or like, I don't know, like, something happened to me, mm-hmm. and like, what you think because I didn't post anything, like, I'm the fucking bigot? Mm-hmm. It's like completely backwards, right? And like, I'll not, I'll never tolerate people like th- sending death threats and like attacking me, expecting me to do something in return. It can't be conditional, right? Yeah, this you have to either support me or don't, right? So yeah. anyway, um. And besides those people, man, like obviously, I I appreciate all the people who follow me and support me. There's so many more of those people, mm. and, I, and I'm grateful for those people for sure all the time. And um, a lot of people are just misunderstood, man. People are like, I realize that not everyone sees the world the same way I do, mm. and so that's where my compassion comes in for other people who are like saying all this wild shit. Mm. And so I'm like, all right, well, maybe this person's just in a bad place, or they're living in a different time in their lives that they still haven't learned about themselves. But like it's because like, I know how that feels. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's empathy, right? It's empathy, like, man. You gotta have that shit. Like you just don't know what's going on, and like yeah. at least like trying to treat people with kindness, even though you're getting fucked in the ass <laughs> on the other end, is like hard, but like it's necessary. Um, and that's that's what people will respect you more for. Um, but anyway, uh, I just want to say that because I feel like it's important to touch on, and I obviously like I would. I w- I always, I will always want to help where I can, but, um, you know, and I hope the little p- couple things that we, we posted on my stories, on my social media helped at least bring some awareness. And I don't know. It's like, like you gotta just like do your best and move forward. Like with your lives too. It's like at some point, um, you can only do so much on your own. Absolutely. So that's it. But you know, there's always something we can do and we try to think about it. We yeah. try to think it through, you know, I think there's got to be rational about the shit too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what are we qualified to do? You know, what are we, you know? And you're only human, bro. We're only we're only human. It's like, you know, everyone has the answers, right? It's like, you know, like, t- like literally have patience. Like <laughs> I saw Kanye the other day. He, he was like, you know, Sway had the answer. He admitted that, like... How, Sway? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was referencing that. Like, How, Kanye, Sway? He, Sway had the answer, and, and that is very humbling... To see as a human being, it's like you know, it shows humility, and that's what we need more of. You know, yeah, we don't all have the answers. Bro. We don't have no fucking. Sometimes our judgment is clouded. We don't know right from wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Hundred percent. And sometimes things we say are extreme. Yeah, but that sure. doesn't represent and say who you are exactly. Exactly. Well, it's what you say and don't say are extreme. That's exactly. It's yeah. absolutes. It's absolutes. Yeah. Only Sith deal in absolutes. That's it. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Words of wisdom from Words Persian wisdom. men. Yeah. From Star Wars. From Star Wars. Nice. Yeah. Star, Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. I can't take, I cannot take credit. No, you cannot do it. No, it doesn't it is. Shut your mouth. Okay. 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 <laughs> tell us more about comedy too, please. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, uh, my tour is, uh, first leg is almost over pretty much all of Alberta. 
Uh, it's been a great fucking week, and the show's been hot in Edmonton and Calgary and all over. Um, and we're going to Winnipeg, which is a fucking terrible place, but it's okay. We're, we're going to make it better by being there. <laughs> That's it. We're um, going to make it lit, and then uh, Thunder Bay, and then uh, we'll take a little one-week break for Thanksgiving, and then we start the second leg of the tour, the second half, which is the biggest uh, leg because it's the most cities in the stretch. cities in the stretch and also the biggest rooms that we're doing. Um and just like the biggest markets for my my audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to finish off strong in Toronto. Two shows. And I'm filming both of them as a special. I'm putting on YouTube. It's amazing. Yeah. And that's it. And then I'm going to blow up from that. Love one day. It. Just like Schultz. Andrew Schultz style. He's a, I, I, he's a I goat. Love, he's amazing. I love him. He's my favorite. He's right mm-hmm. now one of my favorite. He's so fucking good, man. He inspires me a lot. Very witty. I see a lot of myself in him. Mm-hmm. In terms of like. His materials will be much better than mine. But in terms of like delivery and like. Stage presence I feel like I see myself In him a lot um, Diversity of topics Exactly It's you like know, You never know Where he's gonna go with things And he pushes the boundary Like obviously a little bit And But like you don't see it coming And that's why I love I love I don't wanna do it for myself Shout out Andrew Schultz Anything does Creates a lot of content Puts out a lot of yeah, stuff he, he, he makes Very witty He's got that You know There's this perspective That you have From living in Toronto And He has a very similar perspective Yeah Cause he's New York He's a New York guy right Very similar Yeah you're exposed to a lot of different people. Yeah, and it helps a lot. It it widens your perspective. Yeah, on life. On life in general. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't fucking exactly. come across people that are the, even the same, the same race as them. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's actually mind blowing to think, mm-hmm. you know, how you're so in tune with all these different cultures and all your different material. Yeah. It's it's. What's how you talking about? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Goodness gracious. Uh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I like that bit. Yeah, you like email. that Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I do it because I leave it at the, to the end because people expect me to say that at the beginning, mm-hmm. but I don't do it. No. Until the end. Then I'm like, and then I say that phone or email line. And I've I, seen you do that one so many times. And yeah. It's like gotten like more. It, and that's the cool thing about seeing you yeah. progress. It's, it's like just like polished, man. It's polished versions. It's like that took me so many fucking attempts mm-hmm. and reps to make it what it is. And now it's at a point where it's like pretty much every time it does well. Yeah, it's like it's like it's 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 really good. Yeah. yeah it's um, it takes time. And it takes man. It's not even just about what I'm saying. It's like the actions of it, mm-hmm. the mannerisms, the angle of what I'm doing. You know that shit matters, right? It's crazy. It's art. It's art, man. It's Art, bro. Yeah. I I cannot believe it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I cannot believe my eyes. I cannot believe my eyes. I, ne- I, I need to, to take s- you to church. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Nigerians say church. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ghanaians uh, and Kenyans say Chech. That's see that details, bro. Details. You don't think I do my fucking research, my <laughs> 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 I, I, I cannot believe it. Oh, oh. This is. I love it. I love Nigerian accents. Is my favorite accent. That's to do. favorite one to do. I love it, bro. I'll fucking pull out anytime. I'll be at McDonald's, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to get two junior chickens, huh? Can I buy extra lettuce? <laughs> I need to to eat quickly. We've had we've we've had a we had the Asian at the beginning. The Asian one was fucking good. No Japanese, Chinese? It was or Chinese. Chinese. Which one? Which Asian one? Some oh the, at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chinese. Oh yeah, <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> I was like shit, bro. I'm fucking lost. I do get too many accents at this point. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh my god. And then um, what are ones? One of my favorite ones. <laughs> Persian one, I think. Well, that's the like the most flawless, the flawless one, one because it's my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one that's closest to me. Yeah. yeah. 
And that, that's why I'm like, you can see that Russell Peters influence. Too. Yeah, for sure. No, that's all it is. Most of it is that. Yeah, from a kid. When I was a kid, I was watching him on TV. Mm. I think that was probably the first guy I started watching on YouTube. Mm. Which is yeah. when YouTube when he like blew up. first yeah. came. It was one of the first. Yeah, one of the first stand-ups I saw, for sure. He's goat, bro. Goat. He's fucking goat, the, man. He's from the area, too, yeah. you know? Yeah, same place, same region. Like, his brother's his manager, just like my brother's my manager. And, like, same exact age gap. It's crazy. And we and him are exactly the same, and my brother and his brother are the exact same. It's crazy. Sometimes it was written, man. It's meant to be, bro. Yeah, it was written. I, and I, that's why we're like, oh, if these guys made it that big and they're exactly like us, we're going to be just as big, if not bigger. Mm. Especially with because we have more of an advantage with social media. Mm. Oh, they didn't absolutely. have that. And look at Not that like we're better than them. I'm just saying like we have more opportunities now. That's your generation. My that's generation true. provides us with more resources. That's one so thing. So like, success is inevitable. 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 And we will not accept anything less. Job's not finished. That's one of the things, you know, for me, if I'm, if you were to ask me, um, and Nipsey said it first, but I, I live. Shout out to, legend. Shout out Nipsey, right? What's one thing you would tell someone that wanted to follow their dreams tomorrow? Let's close out on that. Mm, right? That's a good fucking question. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's like invest in yourself and invest in technology. Like yeah. invest in some technology for yourself so you can mm-hmm. have access, do whatever you need to do. What's yours? Yeah, I'd say think in the long term. Like have a have a long term goal and milestones set for yourself, and then work backwards. So that's what we do. It's like I'm like, what do I want? What, what's my goal here? What's the purpose of what I'm doing? That's exactly. I want right. to tour the world doing stand up comedy, and that's just one aspect. Mm-hmm. I also want to be a big movie star. I want to make my own movies with my characters, just like Borat style, you know? Like do movies with my friends who are also funny-ass creators. Um, but in terms of, like, for example, uh, if I wanted to, if I want to tour the world doing stand-up, how do I do that? Hmm. So I work back, like, 20 years. I'm like, okay, what, 20, what, not, 20, the number doesn't matter, but it's like, okay, how do I do that? I start off with... Okay, obviously getting the reps in every day, you know, uh, start by going around the city and then go in the province and then across every other province, do a little Canadian tour and then go into the States, you know. You work it backwards. You but reverse engineer it. Yeah, yeah, reverse engineer That's what I'm saying. And then eventually you get to a point where you have all these resources and you create like a fan base all over the world. And then now you, you know, now you can hit every market. And it's just about like being proactive and like reaching out to other people and working with other people. And believing yourself the whole time in that process. And uh, that's just as, as basic and simple as it gets. And the rest will come. And actually, and also, one last thing, you will never make the top without help. You know? if Like, I'm not ashamed to admit, like, I have, like, a f- few people always helping me, like, with my stuff. Support system is important. Support system is very important. It's the reason why some guys make it to the league and some guys exactly, don't. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, what's the point of, like, being, making that big if you don't have anyone to celebrate with, right? So, um, yeah, I believe in that. You guys heard it here first, man. I gave you guys a blueprint. And Mark got Vaseline finally. Thank God. <laughs> he got some Vaseline. Yeah, with his lipstick ass motherfucking lips. It's, it's dry in Alberta. It's dry in Alberta. They're right. It's very dry. Alberto, Baba. <laughs> I'm your sugar daddy tour, Nima Nazari. He just gave you the blueprint on how to fucking do what you want in life. Very simple. Just like that, 
gone. Thank you guys so much. Give the gab. The gift the gab so good. <laughs> <laughs> My dog. Easy. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs>